sharing with me, Tawny, and her mom, Marielle. Welcome to your new safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. Hello, all. Welcome back to Oversharing. This is our 29th episode. 29. And for someone who didn't think I could make it through two episodes, (laughs) I'm actually quite proud of myself for hanging in there. I'm proud of you, too. Anyway, my name is Maria, a.k.a. Tawny's mom, (laughs) and welcome back. And I'm Tawny. Hey, girl. (laughs) Hey, girl. (laughs) What a great introduction you did. Did you like that? I did. Yeah, I'm feeling a little better post-op. I'm, like, feeling more... Alive, <laughs> feeling lighter. Le- yeah, lighter. Less. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We have some exciting stuff going on. We've we changed um, our routine a little bit. You know where we're recording from. Which, trust me, for us, it'll make a big difference. <laughs> um. And also, we have a couple cool like segment ideas. So we do. Um. We really appreciate appreciate everyone who has hung in there with us. What seven months now? We've been podcasting. Oh my god! I can't even believe it. I know. So thank you so much. We really appreciate everyone who's been hanging in there and listening, and we look forward to growing the audience more. But we're really excited to share the ideas and things we have coming up with the people that have been with us. And yeah, and I, I'm very excited because my growth from this. I mean, it might be hard for others to see, but just being able to sit more comfortably with myself and have yeah. this conversation knowing that I'm being recorded. I still never went back and listened to anything. I can't do that. <laughs> but I did want to say that um, I wanted to highlight um, a young man that I saw on TikTok. Okay. And upon looking that up, I found out, oh my God, it's more than I even realized. So I wanted to highlight um, a 12-year-old boy, Elijah Muhammad Jr. from Oklahoma City. Okay. This young man has already graduated high school. He's how old? 11? 11. 12. He's actually a senior. I'm sorry. He's a senior in high school. Okay. But has already started his community college classes. So I was amazed by that. But then as I went on, not only has Elijah Muhammad started community college and classes. find out he has siblings. He has a sister smart. named Shania, and Shania Muhammad has made history as the youngest person to ever graduate from Oklahoma City Community College. And if that's not impressive enough, she has also graduated with honors from Langston University. She's 14. She did this before she got her driver's license. So let's not even stop there because... It's important to everyone to know these children were homeschooled. Stop. Yes, and that is what struck me. At first, I was like, oh my gosh, look at Elijah. And then I was like, oh my gosh, look at Shana. And then when I realized Shania? that... Shania, I'm sorry. Shania. Um, then I realized someone homeschooled them. So I do oh. want to look into it more and see how they're doing. You know, yeah. who did the like homeschooling? what their curriculum was like. What yeah. their schedule and routine was like. Can you imagine, though, taking community college classes at 12 or 14 years old? Could you imagine being a senior? I don't 12? want to do any of that now. I know. <laughs> I know. 
I could barely get through the college courses when I was in college. It's I just wasn't made for college. Not everyone is. Oh, I, I, I definitely <laughs> These wasn't. These teenagers seem to be, though. Damn. Elijah and Shania Muhammad. Yeah. Good on Oklahoma you. Oklahoma City. Yes. And good on your guardians, whoever. Absolutely. Anybody who you has yeah, done something in your life to help you, this this is amazing. I, I couldn't imagine the pressure on parents, though, with children these ages in college. Yeah. I mean, there's probably so many other things that come into play, you know, like the social structure and stuff like that. You have to really, I mean, I would imagine you have to really have open, honest communication with your children if they're that young. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could also be taking um, virtual classes. Exactly. (laughs) Which is probably, you know, I I don't don't know the details of that, but I do want to look into that and see if they, they give any of that. But um, I was just so excited because I thought I was just highlighting a young man, and then to see the sister too, I was like, "What?" Yeah, it's almost like and oh, it wasn't. See, it wasn't just a fluke. Do you know what I mean? Not, like you yeah. didn't just get a kid who just happened to be like you. You built this. You helped these kids prepare. You helped them. You know, yeah. become. Yeah, who and they the challenge is though being like like she did all this. The young lady Shania did all this before she had a driver's license. So if they're not taking online classes, like there's so many of the things involved. I mean, even taking online classes, um, I think people forget how much that can really take out of you. I think people take college online classes with the hope that it's going to work into your schedule a little more. It's going to make your life a little easier. Um, firsthand, I can tell you that was not my experience, especially the way a lot of the co- when I was taking online college courses, a lot of the ways the message boards are set up is that you have to respond to a certain amount of messages and discussion throughout the week. But if there's nothing going on that you feel a need to respond to, do you know what I mean? And then your responses have to be of a certain caliber. It's very, it can be a lot. So Uh, people who manage online, I mean, people who get through school. (laughs) At all. At all. (laughs) I couldn't do it. But these these are young teens too, so... Way to go. Congratulations. Yes. I love that you shared that. Thank it's you. It's nice and uplifting. Thank you. Something um, something lighthearted. Now that we're lighthearted and lifted up, let's talk about the asshole of the week. Oh my God. Which one is that? Adam Levine. Oh. <laughs> what is Adam up to now? So for anyone who doesn't know, Adam <laughs> Levine is the lead singer of Maroon 5, which has been around for fucking ever, right? I remember, was it Songs for Jane when I was in high school or something like that? Anyway, so he also is a judge on The the Voice. Yes, I've seen that. I don't think he's been on the past couple seasons, but he does have a five-year-old and a four-year-old. He's married to a woman named Bahati Prinsloo. Um, first, first of all, Adam Levine is 43 and his wife is 34. Okay. Okay. Not that big of a difference, but again, when we're talking about these power dynamics and these people in positions of power who have a lot of celebrity and a lot of money, when they are with someone with that big of an age gap, these are things that you have to be considered, especially as we move into the next part of the story where Adam Levine has been cheating on his wife. Wow. Yes. How'd this come about? So he was messaging with a woman named Sumner Stroh, and she is 23. So again, she's even younger than his wife. Now, from what I read on Reddit, again, there can be so many conflicting sources. She, so Adam Levine had an ongoing affair with this woman, Sumner, and then he recently sent her a message and said, my wife is pregnant with baby number three. If it's a boy, I'd love to name her Sumner. 
are you okay with this dead serious? Like that's what his message says from his verified Instagram, like no Finsta, no fake phone numbers from his verified Instagram. He says this to her. Now, according to Reddit, she told a friend, a friend sold the story. And then Sumner started making her TikToks to kind of get ahead of it because she didn't want it to look as if she was doing this for clout. Okay. Is she? Who fucking knows? However, if Adam Levine would have never cheated on his wife, Sumner wouldn't even have this opportunity of clout. Absolutely not. So. And why not capitalize on it? So according to. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) You know, I mean, for, for me, in my 20s, I was so impressionable. Yeah. So if I had anybody with, like, we didn't have all of this, but if I had someone older than me, you know, telling me I'm beautiful and they actually had clout or yeah. they were a star, how would I not want to be a part of that? You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's so it's interesting. It's almost a little grooming. thank you the internet goes up in a blaze like she's so stupid how dare she how dare she what any 22 year old woman especially if you're an aspiring model you're aspiring influence whatever the case may be um how are you not going to respond to one of the biggest names in pop star like the biggest names in pop music reaching out to you and exactly um complimenting you building you up that's a process yeah you know Mm -hmm. so that happened. She claims that they had an ongoing affair for about a year. Adam Levine, the next day, released a statement. Like an online affair? Were they intimate? Do we know any so of those So it's details? not very clear. Adam Levine claims that he crossed the line but never had an affair. But in the messages between him and Sumner, you can see he says you're even hotter in person. So to me, it implies that they met. And Sumner's not alone. Now, since this has happened, more women are coming out on TikTok. Of course they will saying yeah adam levine was flirting with me too adam one woman i read i wonder if i still have the article up there was a woman who i guess was involved with adam levine this said like 2007 to 2010 um shit did i lose it i wanted to get her name but anyway they she so adam levine had sent her like a flirty text and when her jealous ex saw the flirty text, he ended up getting violent with her and breaking her wrist. And she, like, reached out to Adam and said, please confirm that that text wasn't meant for me. Like, you have a girlfriend. He never responded. And even when she reached out to him and said, you put me in a really bad situation. Like, my wrist is broken. I had to go to the ER because of my jealous ex. She said Adam never commented, never responded to her, just removed wow. her from his tour list and moved on wow. with his life. Yeah. I mean, again, that's just reports. Who knows? So but I love, I love the, the messages, though, about uh, the young lady, like the victim blaming. Why are we blaming the 22-year-old who's not married? Right. I, I think don't understand this. It's such an interesting thing, right? Because people are like, she should have blocked him. She should have not responded. She could have avoided she all of this. She shouldn't have received the message. She shouldn't have received the message. I hate the home wrecker trope because there would, like, there has to be a home to fucking wreck. I can't wreck your home. I can't wreck Only your you home. Only you or your you man step can step outside your of your home and you fuck it up. Yeah. You wreck it. And this just seems like one more way that we take accountability away from men and put it on the woman, right? The crazy ex-girl friend the crazy other woman so many women just sitting around thinking that other women are plotting on ways to get their man women who are evolved women who are comfortable with themselves they have no interested interest in a taken man now a 23 year old impressionable who is trying to get into the industry that's a t- again that's a totally different thing that's a power imbalance and that might not even mean that 
she's interested in him like that, but the attention? God, we've all done some crazy Come shit on. for attention. Absolutely. But it always gets put on the woman. I've been open before about how I was involved with someone who had a girlfriend. I was 17 years old. He was cheating on her with me. He was also cheating on her with many other people, okay? But since her and I had a friendship, when our affair, for lack of better wording, comes out, she, she hates me. It's my fault. There's still rumors to this day that I seduced him. Mm-hmm. I had never even seen a dick before, before I got involved with this so guy. So a 17-year-old a girl 17 is going to seduce. seduced. Now, granted, he's only a year or so older than me, mm-hmm. but seduced a man right. who was in a committed relationship for years. Yeah. I seduced him. Right. I used all my magic and sexiness to pull him away from his committed relationship. With that golden I'm pussy you used gold- <laughs> My sister said she has a golden pussy. So I think I know, you did too. I know exactly which sister it must be. <laughs> it's funny though. I don't even know if I've ever brought this up on the podcast and if I did I apologize. You have to hear it again. I know that you heard it. Um, but I had a, a situation like that where uh, daddy had been cheating and I, I realized it Christmas morning Jesus. by a text. You know what I mean? But I had to truly sit down and I knew this woman knew who he I a, was. He had a, a woman and, and children. had him. two kids. Right. Because you guys weren't married yet. We weren't married But yet. you were living together. We were living together. And yeah. Um, and the idea that he came home at four o'clock in the morning on Christmas was just like... All right, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for coming home at that time of the right. day. Anyway, my approach was to go to her directly, figure out what the heck was going on. And it obviously, per her, wasn't as big as I was making it out to be. But when I said to her, hey, you guys do what you got to do. But on these days, I work in the evening, you know, as a second job. Please enjoy my children. <laughs> Please do not oh. <laughs> enjoy my children on Tuesdays and oh, Thursdays. <laughs> He's busy. But you can have him any other night of the week. You know what I mean? And I guess that response from her, by the time I got home from work, which I usually got done around 2 a.m., you know, I went and had a conversation with her at her job. Um, and it seemed, I just said, hey, actually, I actually stopped at a florist. And I picked up flowers and I told the florist what was going on. And she told me yellow roses. Friendship. And, yep, for friendship. And I went to that girl and I thought, this is the deal. I'm just trying to live I don't yeah. know what you and him are doing. I want no part of it. But you can't have a part of my kids. Gave her the flowers. That next day, what did you say? I said, you, you got kids. You got responsibilities. Right. You know, of course, I was the bad guy. But I didn't break anything up. And I would have let him go. I just really needed him to watch his kids while I work. <laughs> right. No, I'm not trying to sound so nonchalant. But the first approach isn't the woman. It doesn't matter. It really didn't matter. As long as I got to her first and explained to her my side, it's where I think she woke up a little bit. Yeah. You know, but when you attack the other person and not hold the blame on the married individual, you fucked up. Right. Like, did you hold her accountable? Like, did you feel like she was responsible for what her and daddy were doing? Um, I felt like she was responsible for the time that they spent together okay. knowing. The time she, that she was taking him away from, The time her, that she was spending with him knowing that he should be with his family. But, you know, her response was, that's not what he told me. So the whole story wasn't told to her. <laughs> the whole story is never told. I mean, that's yeah. part of it. I just think it's interesting that, you know, we always throw it back on the woman she should have just said no she should have just blocked him she should have he should have just not messaged someone who wasn't his fucking wife he should not have if you are in a committed relationship 
then the burden falls on you to stay fucking committed. And guess what? If that girl hadn't responded, he'd have went on to the next. And apparently he has. Oh, That's the him. other thing that blows my mind about cheating is like we like to pretend. There's there's this this concept. Do you know what I mean? That people only cheat when they've fallen in love with someone else or their partner has beaten them down so much that now they have to go find and like that's not true like that's not the way yeah, you're just a the psychology cheater. of it works right mm-hmm. you're a fucking cheater now but granted look at the time you spend putting taking taking your time to send other women messages you know what i mean and you have waiting two children yeah so his claim also so he's cheated before and he's even said he has he's made a statement where he said I've cheated before. We've all cheated. We're not, we're not set up for monogamy, basically. Like, humans aren't made for monogamy. And then he said, there's no feeling worse than cheating. I'm going to go on record and say there's no feeling worse than being cheated on. Yeah. I mean, I, and I've said before, you know, I got involved in that thing as a teenager. And then when it happened to me, it has happened to me in more than one relationship. I was like, holy shit. I cannot believe that I took part in making a woman feel this fucking low and awful. Was it my responsibility to commit to her? No. You know what I mean? It was his job to stay in his relationship. However, knowing that me, my person, had a part of making her feel so fucking terrible, feels terrible. I still get knots in my stomach because it has happened to me. And when I was cheated on, I I can't even describe the feelings. I, as we know, I was in a really bad relationship and he was an addict and I've had conversations with him. I was like, you know, the heroin I could get through. Do you know what I mean? Like I can get through drugs, but the fact that you have cheated on me, I don't know that I'll ever be able to remedy that. And it really does fuck with your trust moving forward. I joke all the time. I'm like, I don't believe anything. I don't believe anything anyone says. If someone's like, you're beautiful, you're wonderful. In my head, I'm like, yeah, I am, but you don't fucking mean that. Right. You know, (laughs) and it's not me not believing it myself. It's just that I don't believe you motherfuckers. (laughs) I get that. Yeah. I mean, that happens. You've been traumatized. You know what I mean? Yes. Even though, you know what I mean? So, so for me, that was, that wasn't even about cheating for me. Like I never asked if they had sex. I never asked if they were intimate. And I really didn't ask any details. Yeah. The important thing for me is that it was Christmas morning and at 4 a.m. you walked in the door. That to me makes no sense. If you'd have come driving up with a Winnebago full of presents that you've been out (laughs) wrapping for days, then I'd have been like, oh my God, look at daddy go. That's not the case. Right. So when you take your personal time away from your family, your children, and your spouse by cheating on another, you suck. You do suck. You're not just cheating on your wife. You're cheating on your children's because the vow you made with your husband or wife, and then when you have your children... It's you're, you're just cheating on your fucking family. I agree. How do you feel about the idea of humans not being made for monogamy? How do you feel about that? I feel like that's an excuse. I do too. I think I have nothing against people who are non-monogamous, you know, people who whatever have open relationships. I say if that works for you and that feel good, feels good, then go for it. But for me, monogamy is a choice. You know, we make so many choices in life. Like I get up in the morning and I choose not to snort coke because I feel like if I did... It could affect my fucking life, right? It could be expensive, too. Yeah, though, I've never done coke, but I'm just saying. Like, right. You, make, you wake up in the morning you and you choice. make a choice to be committed to your partner. You make a choice to be a better person. You make a choice to, you know, meet them halfway and they're going to help you fulfill your needs. You're going to help fulfill theirs. It's a partnership. Like, that is the idea. 
And if you don't believe in monogamy, if you don't understand the, you know, the shackles of being monogamous, then don't fucking do it. I don't understand. And if someone wants to explain this to me, great. I don't understand the idea behind needing a marriage and then also the non-monogamy. Like, just date. Just date. Just have a full, you know, a couple different relationships. why Why do people make that commitment? To get married and then just cheat anyway. It makes no sense. I don't sense. know. I don't, I don't get know. it either. And the thing that's so interesting to me, right? Because I feel like, again, this is another way that they put it on the woman. Like so many women, they blame women for pressuring men into marriage. And they blame women for, you know, wanting a ring so bad that men don't have any. Like you have all the choices. The men are the ones that propose. You fucking propose. You make the conscious decision to ask me to be your wife. Mm -hmm. So if you're not fucking ready to do that, don't do it. Right. Just don't do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But again, I think I've talked about this. It's a shame, too, when women accept a proposal from a man that they've had, you know, an up and down relationship with, whether there be cheating, whether there be abuse, whether there be just the regular toxic nonsense. Like I did. Like you. But then people turn around to you and they're like well you knew what you were getting yourself into no fuck that he proposed to you he sat there and he put a ring on your finger and he said i'm gonna be a better man i'm gonna be a better father i'm gonna provide a home i'm gonna do all of these things now even if his behavior prior to that had been shitty and there's no like baseline of guarantee he still fucking did it he still still made these fucking promises and broke them why is that your fault why is it you knew what you were getting yourself into so suck it the fuck up and deal with your shitty husband Mm -hmm. no fuck that choose better fuck that be fucking better like i'm so sick i mean everyone knows i'm a man hater but i'm just so (laughs) sick of like all of the accountability just always in some situation being pushed on to a woman when you say it like that i laugh because you really don't hate men no you really you truly do love men i know how many male friends you have i know how often you are sticking up for men um but i do love it when you say i'm a man hater because it is truly the part of men that are just so vile Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and you and the fucking liars but Mm -hmm. We both know. We haven't found them yet, but we don't know. There are good, good men out there. Yeah. I'm waiting for mine. I think it's interesting where people want to imply that feminists are just man-haters. Because do you really think that there's a woman in the world who doesn't have men in her life that she truly loves and values? We all do. We We all have brothers, sons, fathers, cousins, uncles, friends. We all have men in our lives. But that doesn't Co-workers, mean, yeah. right, exactly, you know, that we truly care about. But that doesn't mean that we have to accept their bad behavior. And I think for for my experience with what I've had, you know, in my physical relationships, um, working with men has helped me believe and truly know that there are good men out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seeing the way they handle their families and their relationships. But, yeah, I've gotten um, that from nannying. Like I've said, yeah. I wouldn't have really known that yeah. there were fathers who left work to make it to the, the you know, the... the teacher student conference that there were parents who not parents because you see that's you were usually working so if you missed something it's because you truly couldn't fucking be there if my dad missed something it's because it just wasn't that important to him i mean my dad stumbled into my fifth grade graduation late like noticeably late and 
I was literally the star of the fucking show. Like, mm-hmm. I was the president of my class. I received every fucking award except for the math award because I still can't fucking count. Shout out to Brian Brown. because Didn't they actually one. have you announce your own oh award? God, I remember that. Because I was the president of the student And the stuff that something goes to, oh, me. Oh, wait, me. Oh, me. And me and me and me. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, that's weird. Well, because I was the president of the student council, but I was also the best speaker. Besides right. Brian. Brian Brown was like my right hand man. I love him so much to this day. But, I, yeah, I was one of the best speakers. Uh, whatever. <laughs> but my dad was late. I he just want to circle back a little bit with Adam. <laughs> Did the wife say anything? She, was there any comment? No, no. And she Bless had just heart. posted and announced her third pregnancy <laughs> like days before all this scandal broke out. Allegedly, they were seen on <coughs> yesterday, like all smiles out in the world. And there has been some rumor that they do have an open relationship kind of layout. But the thing that confuses me is if you do have an open relationship, then why did you say in your statement that like I crossed the line by being flirty with anyone who isn't my wife? If you have an open relationship... You can flirt and you can do anyone you want to do because that's what an open relationship is. From my understanding. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I mean, I would think. So for me, for an open relationship and like ENM, right? Ethically non-monogamous. You see this a lot when you're on dating apps, okay? So That's a new term for me. Yes. Ethically Ethically non-monogamous. Monogamous. So that means that you're non-monogamous, you're not committed to one person, but the ethical part of it, obviously, is that there's open communication and transparency with all people that are involved in this relationship. So if you're married, the wife or husband knows, and each person you encounter to pursue also gets that upfront conversation. That's fair. Yes, I agree. That's ethical non-monogamous. However, what you will find, or what I seem to find on uh, dating apps, right now I'm on Tinder, which is just its own mess, but is people who claim to be ethically non-monogamous looking for, you know, an additional relationship, but then they don't post pictures or show their face. Mm. And I find that a little suspicious because if your partner knows that, that, you're, that you're here and that's what you're looking for and that's what you're doing, why can't I see what the fuck you look like? You know what? That... Uh, I get that, but I. But what about this? What if I was in an ethically non-monogamous relationship? Okay. But and I'm on uh, a dating site, but I don't want my boss to know that I'm in an open relationship. Okay. You know, you could work for a Catholic hospital or something like that. So it could that be a reason why they're not showing their face? It's possible. Okay. I do see that a lot too. People say, you know, because of my job, or I don't want my friends to know, and it's like part of me gets it but then also in 2022 like what jobs are we working at that you can't be on a dating site like what jobs do people have that your job is like you may not have two girlfriends i don't know do you know what i mean i do know what you mean and then also if you're on a dating site i don't want my friends to know well why if your friends are here also first of all the same sex isn't gonna fucking know right the same like my girlfriends are not swiping through and go oh there's 20 you know Mm -hmm. like what's her profile Mm -hmm. look like the Mm day today so like that doesn't make sense to me but this is another way that men are fucking funny. Let me show you some stuff. So here is a profile. I'm showing her some Tinder profiles that I've saved. So it says, kinky dominant guy looking for a play partner, one time or ongoing, educated professional, 6'3". That's all he provides, right? No picture. No picture. But you should be so turned on and interested that he's kinky and dominant and looking for a play partner. That and he's even just you- a pale white Casper looking <laughs> belly. <laughs> But his profile is, isn't that, that doesn't intrigue you? Doesn't make you want to swipe? 
No, not at all. Oh. And then the way he wears his shorts so What low. about Nico? Fresh out of a 10-year relationship, just looking for some fun. Feel free to message me. I have pictures. Just not trying to plaster my face all over here because of work. Just not sure about this site yet. And then it provides his kick. He's 37. Do you even know what kick is? I don't know what a kick is. I believe it's like a messaging app. Why would you need that if you have a phone? Oh my God, listen, nothing drives me crazier than when a man in his late 30s, early fucking 40s on a dating app asks me for my Snapchat. No. If you want to have a conversation with me outside of this app, you can get my phone so number. So wait, Snapchats were things where you can't save stuff. Yeah. Ooh. And also it's meant for like... Shady. Pictures and funny... Here's the thing. So I, I'm trying to open my mind on it, right? I'm getting open to the idea of sharing Snapchat, but we also need to share phone numbers because we need to have an actual conversation. But I'm not against the Snapchat because Snapchat does make it a little easier to keep day-to-day conversation going. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can send you something... I can snap you something funny that happened, and I don't expect you to reply. But if okay. I text you something, I more than likely expect some kind of So that's answer. some kind of a, like a, an etiquette, like... Yeah, it's just yeah. Snap, oh, I can no snap you deal. something funny. I can snap you something. I can snap you an inside joke. You're going to see it. You don't have to say anything. You snap me. The inside joke yeah. is that I actually figured out how to use More Snapchat. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't done that yet. Wait, this is one of my, this is one of my favorites, right? Ooh, this is men. Uh, this is men. So Chris, 38, white collar professional. He doesn't even put what his job is, but trust, he's a white, white collar professional. I'm looking for something discreet and casual. Yes, your guess why is correct. He's cheating. Mm-hmm. He's cheating on his wife. By that, But that doesn't mean we shouldn't have chemistry and have a great time with each other when fully clothed as well. I'm open to longer-term friends with benefits and shorter-term fun. This won't be for everyone, and I respect and understand that if that. If not for you, simply swipe left and I'll disappear. I'm 5'8", dark blonde, blue eyes. I split my time between New Jersey suburbs and New York City. Again, no picture. Because he's fucking married. Mm. But your wife doesn't know that you have a fucking Tinder. But wow. I better, but I better bring the fucking chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. It, the, 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 it's crazy the amount that I have, and these are all from this week. There was one guy who was like very, so this guy was very specific, right? My boy Joey, again, no pictures. Go Joe. He doesn't have pictures, but listen to this profile. I am an outgoing person who gets along with most people. Average height and medium build. My taste in women is average build to fit or even skinny, short to medium height. Either outgoing or able to at least open up and have a good time with me. Friendly is a big plus. I don't want to deal with anyone who is miserable or likes, creates, or sounds her- surrounds herself with drama. Those fucking women. Just so much drama, right? I have a good job, vehicle, and a home. <laughs> the fucking trifecta. People from my work are on here. I don't want my pickup, so I can send if we match. That man wrote a profile explicitly detailing what and who you should be. Be to, yeah, for But him. he's not even going to post a fucking picture. Nope. Can you even? Skinny. Even slim. <laughs> okay, Joey. This is what the fuck is out there. That's why I'm in here. <laughs> Come on. I just, I, I'm not even, I haven't even been out of the house and I can't even remember how long. And these are just from this week. Like, I haven't been collecting these, you know, these are all the screenshots that you are seeing, the ones that I'm reading. I have, oh these my are God. all. I wonder what it's like in from my age week. range. OMG. And you know what's interesting too? So the guy who, the, the, the friend I used to have that called me a man hater, uh, we had had a discussion about dating and basically he was like dating it's ruined there's no one left out there blah 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 again that's so annoying like if you don't actually believe that dating is a thing and there's no one left out there get off the fucking apps because you're wasting people's time people like me who do believe that there are good people out there 
but also I would like to highlight a difference. When women say there's nothing out there, this is what I fucking mean. Okay. These profiles that I'm reading you, that I'm highlighting to you, this is the kind of shit that I mean. Men who only post pictures of their mouths. Luca! Not a bad looking mouth. Nice hairy chin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But come the fuck on. When men say there's nothing out there, they mean there's no one I'm specifically attracted to. There's no one who's meeting all of my needs. Like that specific friend who said he couldn't meet someone has met so many lovely women who were absolutely interested in him and willing to be in a relationship and work around all of his quirks. He just wasn't fucking interested in them. The problems I'm having dating isn't me not being interested in men or not being able to find men who are interested in me. It's men misrepresenting themselves they, yeah. and wanting one thing but saying they want something else. Oh my God. That's, like the married man who cheats? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what's happening with yeah. men. That's yeah. the fucking difference between men and women out in the world. And again, like I mentioned a couple weeks ago, if this situation was reversed, if Bahati cheated on Adam, oh. My God, the things people that say people would her. be saying about her. But I have seen no man. I've seen not a single man raging about the fact that Adam Levine cheated on a Victor- Victoria's Secret model. Isn't that your fucking bread and butter? Isn't that what all you fucking dorks want to marry a model? Mm-hmm. And now one of these guys cheats on them and you guys have nothing to say. No. Boys will be boys. Oh, I can't stand it. Dorks can't stand it. <laughs> Speaking of boys will be boys. I have a rant. Okay. Um, I've talked to a couple friends about this. I have some that agree with me. I have some friends that I would never even say this to because I think their heads would explode. Um, but I'm heading into something when I start this rant. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but the past couple years, the term like boy mom, boy dad, girl mom, girl dad has yeah. been a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm don't... a mom of a boy <laughs> and a girl. Here's my thing too. If you have one daughter... You're not a fucking girl mom. Like, you're, just you're a mom. mom who had a daughter. Like, if you have, like, three, four, five daughters and, like, you're done having kids, fine. Girl mom! Fine. You can be a girl mom. You can be a girl dad. If you have one of fucking each, like, what are we doing? Also, for people who are empathetic, supportive, and understanding of trans rights and queer rights and all those different types of things, you are making life so much harder by gender identifying everything Mm -hmm. if like so gender disappointment right i saw a couple videos on instagram about gender disappointment so that is when you were pregnant with me if you wanted a girl you know if you wanted a boy so 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 bad i'm born i've seen a girl and now you're upset well i just now i have to mourn my life with my son that i thought i was going to have because now i have a girl if the plans that you are making for the child that you are pregnant with have any fucking bearing on their gender, you're doing fucking parenting wrong. <laughs> like, if your plans, like, you're like, I have to have a daughter because I have to have dresses and slumber parties and I have to bake and I have to paint. Like, you can do you all, can do of, those all things. of those things with your son. You don't necessarily you know what, have to put your son in a dress. Right. He might choose to wear it anyway, like <laughs> mine did. But, um, and by the way, my son dressed in a dress a lot. You liked dressing my up. My son played with <laughs> Dolls. Yes. And I do have to say, that did not turn my son gay. Because <laughs> it doesn't. That's not a thing. I, I just wanted to put it out there, though. <laughs> I am a statistic that allowed her son to dress like a girl. Got in trouble for it, too, yeah. mind you. And play with dolls. But that's how closed-minded people are. Yeah. Uh, you can't play with a doll. He's going to be gay. No. If he plays with a doll, he might learn how to... 
treat a baby. How to nurture a child. Well, yeah. How to be gentle. Yeah. If he has a play kitchen, he might learn how to fucking No cook. different, like, the right, exactly. It's like, all of the weight of responsibility of upkeeping a home and raising children has always fallen on women, and we're still doing it with little boys. We're not, not I mean, I feel like there's a change. I feel like a lot of people are getting into it, but... Let your fucking boys do what they want to do. Let your boys dance. Let them cheer. Let them be gymnasts. Let your girls change oil. Let them work on the fucking cars. Like, let them play baseball. Like, who cares? So we're, we're stuck in this timeline right now where, you know, we have Gen Z, right? Mm-hmm. They ain't fucking playing. They're not playing. And way to go for you. But you also have my generation. Yeah. And then the boomers. And... There are so many of the boomers that are so stuck in the past. Yeah. They can't get past the fact that um, not only did your four founding fathers wear dresses, putting <laughs> clothes on does not change who you are. No. And this is what I don't... If I wear pink, it doesn't mean I'm more girly no. than the girl who wears blue. No, not at all. Okay. Do you remember Sometimes, I had an aversion to pink as a you child? Did. You did. <laughs> but sometimes colors help accent your face. Like, I know a certain color I wear, my boss is saying, you look so pretty in that color. Or even just to help you express yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I nannied a child, he's a boy, and he loves fucking musicals. And mm-hmm. he loves dressing up. And he loves being performative and being extra. We call that creative. That's just who he is as a person. But... You know, on game day, he puts on his helmet and he roughs you up like the best of them. Like, he just... Because those are the things that he enjoys. He enjoys putting on a costume and singing and dancing. And then he also enjoys playing fucking football. He enjoys playing hockey. You know what I mean? Like, he's a person with interests. And I think it's so strange when we try to limit them. Because how do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, my brother, he used to sew when he was a child. He and he was so fucking good he a, at it. He got a sewing machine. He did. And imagine if someone was like, you can't sew because you're a boy. Like, <laughs> all the shit he wouldn't have been able to make. And he's just so creative and, like, hands-on. Imagine taking that away from him. Yeah. Because you're like, mm, sewing's girly. Like, hell. Yeah. How is fix Sewing is fixing things. Fixing and creating things. And creating. It's a very important skill. Like, the amount of times... I mean, I had a grandmother who was a seamstress, so this has been my whole life. Like, she has always been the one to alter our clothing or, and or make dresses and make our clothing. The, the beauty pageant she won, but the what dresses were made by her. skill. The amount of times I've had a button pop off or I'm like, mom, like my, my jeans ripped. And you're like, oh, I'll fucking sew it. Like, right. not a big deal. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just weird to me. But that brings me into the conversation I was leading up to. So, so the gender disappointment, stop. Knock it the fuck off. Be pregnant with your child. Be happy to bring a child into the world regardless of their gender. Be happy to make them a good fucking person. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what your kid is doing as long as they're kind and fucking funny. You know what I mean? Have seen the reveals, though? So you got a reveal. You got all the family there, including (laughs) the children who were going to get a sibling, Mm -hmm. right? So you got a little girl there, a little boy there, mommy, daddy, Daddy is looking for another boy. Uh-huh. Boy is looking for a baby sister, mm-hmm. right? Daddy loses his fucking shit. It's he loses so it. embarrassing. I didn't want a fucking girl. Holy crap! I hope this video is destroyed. Yeah. It's Do you so want your daughter to see this? Like, is this genuinely how you feel? And as a mom, I'm so glad we didn't do those reveals. I don't know if I'd have got caught up in it or not. But if that's the way I was responded to. Jeez, I don't want a fucking I know, girl. I don't I want know. a fucking boy. Okay. 
I didn't I, want a fucking baby, but I, I got abs- it. I'm joking. I, no, no, you didn't. You didn't. Oh. <laughs> Hello? I absolutely understand the fear of the unknown. Do you know sure. what I mean? Like, you're giving birth to a little boy, and you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with a little boy? Like, I don't know anything about boys, but that's kind of part of the partnership. And also, the gender shouldn't matter that fucking gender much. gender shouldn't matter. So that leads me to this bitch. Okay. Okay? Um, Brittany Aldine made a... Uh, posted an Instagram video. I guess she was doing her fucking makeup and she captioned it. So glad that my parents, you know, didn't change my gender when I was going through my tomboy phase. Basically. I saw that. I was so fucking disgusted and enraged by this. Me too. Okay. First of all, you're wrong. What you're saying is just wrong. First of all, tomboy is not the same as being a transgender. I was a tomboy. But also that shouldn't be a thing. It like we just be. said about gender disappointment. I just right. Stop. Right. If but that's what if they labeled me as. If your daughter plays sports and she gets muddy and she gets dirty, she's a girl who likes to play sports and get muddy and get dirt mm-hmm. gets dirty. Like why is she a tomboy? Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's what the problem lies is that we put things as being masculine, as being aggressive and being violent and being forceful, being louder than, bigger than, stronger than, and being feminine as being meek and mild and quiet and spoke like speak when you're spoken to and like that's such bullshit. It's such bullshit, but some people do hold on to those ideals. But also implying the fact, so glad my parents didn't change my gender. That's not what the fuck is happening. That's not what's happening. And it's, it's, you know, and she used a platform so incorrectly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So many do. Well, she doesn't see it that way because she truly believes in her bullshit. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people who also believe in her bullshit and are going to rally behind her. And that's what happened. She went on fucking Fox News with stupid fucking Tucker Carlson and she doubled down and said, I'm just against, you know, preserving the innocent to children and not generally mutilating them. That's not what's happening. Children are not being mutilated. First of all, children make these decisions. She said that parents are so pressured to be accepted by society that they'll change the gender of their child. Do you truly fucking believe that a parent feels so outsourced in life? They're like, "Mm, gotta make my son a daughter. That's the only way I'm gonna fit in. That's not what's fucking happening. It's not what's happening. And what's not fair is these people who are like like this, uh, what's her name? Brittany fucking Aldean, married to Jason Aldean, who was a country Aldine, singer. Aldean, right. You know, she was on American Idol. She didn't fucking make it. Eh, uh, loser. <laughs> anyway, no, they really should look into, like, if she knew anything about transgender, mm-hmm. that comment wouldn't have came out. And that's the thing. People are speaking on things they that they're not, about. that they but know they nothing about. But they also refuse to get educated. Right. They refuse exactly. to get educated because if you learned, and then you know what follows them? All those dumbasses who don't want to just who look at all together and right. want to you playing with things that were labeled as boys when you were younger is not does not it has that's not the same as your brain fucking being wired and letting you know that the body you're in does not match the person you feel like you are. Right, and she never had that. No, nor did I have that. I woke up and said, hey, I'm going to play with trucks today out in the mud. Right. While I'm out there, if I don't have any water, I could just pee. <laughs> I, was, I was known to pee while I was playing. I was too lazy I to get up. you repee? Yeah, repee. Pee, <laughs> wee, wee, wee. Girl on the short yellow bus. I mean, there was all kinds of things that were said. <laughs> Sorry. That was so, what's the word? <laughs> Politically Politically incorrect. incorrect, but I'm just... Reviewing what the what things that, I was the things that were said to you. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't mean it. I do not mean it. No. <laughs> Honestly, a short bus just seems so much more comfortable to me. I wish that would have been an option when I was a kid. I was so very overwhelmed I. by all the people 
on the bus. I had a friend who flew for the first time last week, and I told him, I said, I feel like you're going to be similar to me. Like, the flying is no big deal. I don't mind being in the air. Like, fuck it, whatever. I said, but the idea of being in a small, closed space with all those people makes me feel so overwhelmed, like, so many vibes and bleh, and then just... Uh, it's the yeah. people. That's been your whole life, though. Yeah. Just, can I get a short plane? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Exactly. But then you get a private jet, then you're ruining the environment. It's like uh, a whole fucking thing. Yeah. Also, back to Brittany Aldean, Miss Morality over here. I would just like to highlight the fact that Jason and Brittany Aldean met because Jason Aldean was cheating on his high school sweetheart with Brittany publicly. Oh. So he was out, PDA, no fucking problem, with a wife he had been with since he was a teenager at home just publicly fucking cheating but now this bitch wants to come forward and be like let me tell you guys what's right and wrong no how about you fucking don't right go home keep fucking singing working on your fucking makeup you didn't make it as a victoria's secret model you didn't make it on american idol and now you just want to talk shit because you want fucking attention Mm -hmm. that's attention getting like people say that feminism is attention getting like women sticking up for other women and women calling out shit that's wrong like trust me those women don't want the fucking attention the things that have been said to me on twitter and on instagram for defending other women for defending amber heard for you know being a feminist the things that have been said to me by people i thought were my friends right i don't want that attention <laughs> and that and that, that but i still comment, think things i'm saying are so important. that comment from um i forgot her name again Brittany. Brittany aldean Brittany aldean it was there was no reason for it no it wasn't like nope. someone asked her a question nope. she just got up and decided she was going to make she woke up and a hate. statement and and in my belief, a stupid statement very because stupid. there's nothing to back any of that. I mean, no. it was just stupidly said. You know it was what I mean? Very stupidly said. Um, but fuck Brittany. Fuck Brittany Aldean. But we can't uh, bring up Brittany Aldean without congratulating, applauding Marin Morris. Yes. Yes. She jumped right up. Immediately was like, fuck this. But unfortunately You've for Marin. Donated, right? Oh, yeah. She made. Um, Tucker Carlson called her like a crazy country music lunatic or something. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. she immediately put that on shirts and then any of the proceeds from the shirts she used to donate to organizations that support. Did she call Britney out though? Yeah, I believe so. And she's also expressed over the past couple days that she feels a little uncomfortable even just being in country music or going to the CMAs like because, because of the, the environment, because of the community, you know, country music is a what Southern thing. Like that's where it comes from. There's a lot of hate, and stuff that's backed in the southern fucking beliefs we can't avoid it and it does carry over into country music and now this is this this the sucky thing right you know how i am like i don't even listen to country music that much anymore but i am into it i'm not against it right. and i had it on the other day in the car and a jason aldean song came on and i was nope. like nope nope like now i'm fucking done well, you know what it is though we are at the point in our lives now that we're not going to support bullshit no we're not going to support bullshit people we're not going to support bullshit companies we're not gonna we're not gonna give money and our time to to racism it just and and everyone takes their stand they do yeah but at least you know who you don't want to socialize with no fuck that and also can we make i i just want to make like bring to your brains the idea that children who first of all most children don't have gender reaffirming surgeries those are things that happen once you're an adult. There are a lot of steps that can be taken prior to the surgery that can make it easier for your body to transition if you do choose to move forward. But not every person that is trans chooses to have surgery. Not Correct. every person wants to change their body. 
Um, they may want to change their voice. They may want to be able to change their clothes. They may want to be identified as a different name. There are many different levels of coming out of being transgender. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they are going to go and have a bottom or a top surgery. Again, that's none of your fucking business. If you do meet someone who is transgender, you have no fucking right to ask them if they've had a top or a bottom surgery. Now, if that's a friendship and you have that kind of communication, that's different. But the idea of walking up to someone and asking what fucking genitalia they have is so weird. So I do have a question. Oh, I'm since sorry. Since we're talking about that, go ahead. So what I want to say is, though, the, the psychological evaluations and the counseling that these children have to go through just to receive puberty blockers, just to, you know, all of these things, they have to go through more psych time and evaluations and pressure and talking to people and explaining themselves to change their gender, their fucking gender, right. which is never going to affect another person in the entire world. They have to do more self-work than a fucking cop has to do to become a cop. Right. They have to open more psych books and dig deeper into themselves than a person has to do to become a fucking judge. Because they Do you know what I mean? They... And these are the people, like you can have a gun and they're gonna set you off into the world and be like, yeah, if you shoot fucking people, as long as you're protecting yourself, you got it. Right. But this person can't be like, I don't feel comfortable being a woman. I'd feel better being a man. I'm going to start that process. Right. That's fucking crazy. Right. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But I did want to say, so I, I, I do have a question, and you may not be able to answer it, but where you don't have to, you're saying you're not obligated to tell what's going on down there. But what about dating? I think that... Dating is different. And I also think if you're transgender at this point, because of safety reasons, I believe that most people who are transgender are dating within the queer or transgender community. Okay. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. I am not um, queer. I'm not transgender. I don't fall into these, these categories, but right. I'm willing to learn. I'm understanding. I'm open. I think everybody should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do, especially with their bodies and their relationships. However, I understand what you're saying, but that's why it's dangerous for trans people, right? So if a trans woman is having a relationship with a man, but she hasn't necessarily had a bottom surgery, then that is something that she should disclose. However, do we really think that a woman who has a woman who has not had a bottom surgery is dating men with the intention to trick them because she wants to get them home and be like, ha, you're fucking gay. Like, no, yeah. that's not happening. Mm-hmm. But that's something that society has also put into our heads along with, you know, home wreckers and other women being whores and is I that think- transgender people are here to trick us, to trick you into fucking betraying your sexuality like that's and it's, it, yeah and i'm wondering on a flip side though is this something that a, a, a man's psyche like like imagine just being a man and being attracted to a woman a transgender See? woman yeah but not knowing and then when you find out you know what i mean like there there are so but many- again that's masculinity being yes. toxic yeah, that, that's where i was the fact with that, that you think that- there are so many transgender will- women being murdered oh my god and I'm wondering if, like, I'm just wondering, like, Especially why? black trans women. Yeah, why are you killing them? It's the communities. Them? It's the communities. Again, I'm not black. I can't, you know, speak from the place of the community. But I do know from conversations and just experiences that it's even more difficult to be black and gay. Oh, my God. Than it is to be white and gay. Because you figure masculinity with white men is already so gross and toxic. But then when it comes to black families you know there's this extra pressure you know like stay out of jail take care of your families like it's just 
more. Now, we know the system is set up to work against them. They don't actually have as many choices in these things as people like to pretend they right. do. Unless they've been set up for success, which in most cases people they have haven't right. been, you know? But it's that, that toxic masculinity that who you are attracted to changes the core value of who you are as a person. Right. I mean, coming back to, you know, the friend I used to have that called me a man-hater, he was one of those people who believed that once he had sex with a woman, her value was now changed as a woman because his dick has now changed her. You should have kicked like, that dirty dick out of there. But like I men no, walking around saying. who think they're so fucking special. It's like that whole trope, like you don't want a woman who's been ran through. Like well, ran through by, by what? Right. right. By I, men? By dick? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, these dicks don't stay with me. So that, do you know what I mean? Like, that I, my, my body doesn't hold on to every fucking dick it's ever touched. Like, I, I shower, I move on with my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just men, like, really believe that guess they what? are changing the, the core of a woman by having sex with her. And, like, you're not. <laughs> you're fucking not. You're not. <laughs> you're not changing my value. You're not changing me as a person. You're not making me less than for the next man. It's funny, because men like to count the amount of when I've had 600 women. It's gross. Look at me. It's gross that they want to count. I don't care. But if I had sex with four men, I'm a pig. What a whore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it's it's Mm -hmm. a very weird societal thing. I mean, Christina Aguilera, right? Can't hold us down. True that. She called them out. Mm Mm-hmm. But. Girl. Some deep shit today. <laughs> I know. What How do you got feel? going on? I feel pretty good. Yeah. Uh, overall, or just about, about our the, episode? Like I feel good about the episode. I feel good about our <laughs> our new studio. Our new studio. I do like it. Um, I hope the sound comes back good. I think it will. Um, Is there yeah. anything that we missed on this episode that you've been wanting to talk about? I'm just not sure if we talked about it last week, though. Hit me. Try it. Ariel. Oh, we did. <sighs> we did. But I also hear that there's going to be uh, a new Tinkerbell, too. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, I do. I believe there's going to be a new Tinkerbell. And I think... I hope I, she's Muslim. I, <laughs> yeah, I forget what her name is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it together. But yeah, it's going strong now. Um, where, where are my notes? Oh, uh, here it is. Ta-da! Oh, in size. Yeah, I believe the young lady's name is Yara. Ooh, that's pretty. Yara's going to play Tinkerbell. And I'm excited. Not only excited for the representation for people of color, you know, and and, and black women. I just, sometimes I just like to read the comments of people. (laughs) The stupidity, the things that come out of people's mouth. And I love it because on TikTok, oh, these people make some nasty comments. And then when you click on them to go in and see their comment, delete Mm-hmm. Comment deleted. Uh huh. But yeah, they can't stay in the heat. Hold on a minute, though. These TikTok people, though, they're like, "Oh, what'd you think? You thought because you deleted your comment, I don't know that your wife works at this." <laughs> I mean, they're just. It, I find it hysterical. That but is... guess what? If you want to be mean, my yeah. feeling is, if you want to come on to somebody else's page and leave a mean, cruel, race, no matter what your meanness is, best bet. Someone's going to be you've mean your, back to you've you. You put yourself yeah. out there. You've opened. I'm not attacking you. I'm replying to. I think your it's interesting comment. that people always say like, "Oh, um, oh, I just lost my my fucking thought." Right. That's okay. <laughs> Bottom line is just because. Oh, celebrities, right? People say they're asking for it. They're in the public eye. They put themselves out there, so they deserve all of the shit that we talk about them. You know, even on fucking podcasts and stuff. Well, the same can be said for the mean people online. Like, you've put yourself out there. You've made your feelings known. Yeah. And now what you get is what you get, I guess. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? It's like, I know they, they, they forget. 
The trolls are so weird, though. I saw a tweet the other day, and it was like, online, like, trolls and mental illness need to be studied. Like, the correlation between the two needs to be investigated. There are people who dedicate their lives to just being online and being fucking mean. And it's wild to me. Why do they find the time? I don't, I don't know. Maybe they have IT jobs. No, that's not fair, because okay. I don't want to imply that everybody in IT is on yeah, no. That's certainly not the case. I love all my IT people. <laughs> Just saying. Just <laughs> love all my there. IT techs. <laughs> they would keep my job going. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I had a lot of fun today. Me too. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at KeepOverSharing. Uh, please be sure to leave a review and rate and next one is our 30th episode and next week will be our dirty 30 dirty 30 (laughs) I want a shirt or a cup I was going to say I was going to say coffee cake cake you want a coffee cake that says dirty 30 but I almost said cupcake and then I said coffee cake we can get cupcakes I think think it's time for our 30th show (laughs) yeah yeah. 30th <laughs> uh, episode I'm, I'm amazed yeah that's cool thank you so, so much thank for you listening so much. Uh, we had a great time and we can't talk wait to talk to you again next week bye bye